Hi, Wes, are you well? I'm good in you. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, great. Back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. to finances. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. And I think everybody's getting nervous uh, as the, the festive season is approaching. Well, so December is normally actually the good month. It's January when you end up having too much month left at the end of your salary. <laughs> Yeah, that's very, very true. Then we look at some water recipes. That's what (laughs) one listener told me last year. Okay, we're going to be talking about retirement annuities. So when it comes to how best we can invest our money, so contributing to retirement annuity and RAs, we know it can be a great way to ensure that you pay less tax. That's the one thing. But can you take us through some of the basics of the RA uh, annuities and all the RAs? What do we need to know about it? Yeah, so I think the first thing that's helpful to know is that it is so easy to invest into RAs. So you can make once-off contributions from as little as a thousand rand a month. That's the minimum amount that you need to invest and you can schedule a regular debit order. And they're similar to a bank account in the sense that you can stop them, you can uh, make once-off lump sums, you can increase, you've got a lot of flexibility. Where it's different to a bank account is you can't take that money out. So you're unable to touch that money until 55. There are some exceptions that we might chat around, but um, it is set aside for retirement. But like I say, the contributions are very, very flexible and you can change them as you want. And the the big attraction about RAs is the tax incentive. These Mm. things are Mm. like um, tax busters. (laughs) Um, So what happens is that for every contribution that you make, you get a tax deduction equal to your marginal tax rate. So now what I mean by your marginal tax rate is in South Africa, we are in a tiered tax system. So the more you earn, you fall into higher brackets. And the bracket that you are in is your marginal tax rate. So if we had to take someone, for example, that's in the 36% tax bracket, if they put 10,000 rand into an RA, they immediately get 3,600 rand back as tax. So it's actually only costing them six. 1,400 Rand to save 10,000. So it's it's really a great um, incentive and that's exactly what government is trying to do. They want to incentivize you to save for retirement so that they don't have to give you a grant or a, a whatever when you retire. Um, and, and then once that money is invested, it's almost exclusively exempt from tax. So there's Mm. no tax on dividends, interest, capital gains, and you just want that thing to grow. So if you start at 25 and you've got 30 years of tax-free growth on your investment, it really works to your advantage. And then when you withdraw, the first 550,000 of that is tax-free. So fabulous. So typically what happens is you get a tax deduction going in. Because you got a tax deduction going in, they're going to tax you on the way out. But the other big difference is that when you're working, your tax rate is high. When you retire, your tax rate is much lower. So when they're taxing you coming out, it's often at a much lower rate than what you were getting when you were going in. And then you can afford it. I mean, then it's, you know, it's it's not something that's going to kill you. Yeah. Well, depending. Okay. What happens uh, to your RA savings when you die? So if you've managed to save for retirement and then you you can't use this money, what happens to it? So, So this, again, is another tax advantage that I think people don't think about because often you know your your attitude is if we, if I die it's not really my problem but it's your dependents it's it's a huge advantage yeah. to them so the funds in your retirement annuity they don't form part of your deceased estate so there's no estate duty which All is right. a 20% tax that your RAs fall outside of that 
So again, what would happen? You would nominate a beneficiary. So similar to like a life policy where you say, um, if I die, I want this money to go to this person. The difference with an RA is that it doesn't automatically go to that person, not like with a, with a life insurance policy. Yeah. It is a factor that is considered when the trustees of the pension fund or the retirement fund, they, um, they need to look at who are your dependents, who was yeah. financially dependent on you, and they consider that nomination but they actually try and um, distribute it fairly based on on uh, who your actual dependents are. Okay, but what if they don't agree with with uh, you know who you've nominated? What happens then? What what happens then? Well, well so yeah, I mean, for example, I could have uh, a mistress, and I nominate exactly. I nominate my mistress. Yeah, that that the purpose of that is to go. Hey, this person has passed away. This money is for their dependents. Mm, so, mm. all right, was this mistress of mine I hope my wife is uh, <laughs> listening she's not too offended by this example but um, was she financially dependent on me yeah. and maybe I have um, an elderly parent that is financially dependent okay. on me and I didn't put them in my beneficiary nomination the the, the trustees are governed by the principle of fairness so yeah. th- that is why it's a consideration but they don't have to agree with it yes. unlike unlike your will with you, certain assets or uh, an, an insurance contract but in this, because they are the determinants of where that money goes, they take into account this principle of fairness. Very, very interesting. Okay. So you mentioned that you can only access the money when you are 55. And are there any exceptions? So what if you need it for an emergency? Or what about creditors like like banks or vehicles, finance houses, those kind of things? Yeah. Okay. So there are a few instances where that money can be accessed early. So, um, but... Uh, like we say, generally it's you can't touch that until 55. But if um, you hold funds in a retirement annuity, they are protected from creditors. So if in your business goes bang or something and people want money for you, they can't access can't your money go. that's in the retirement annuity, which, Great is, to know. which is really good. Um, if you become ill or disabled before the age of 55 and you can't work, you can qualify for early retirement from your RA. And then again, if you actually choose to emigrate, there, you are able to access that money. And that's a lot. We're seeing a lot of that now. But there's kind of rules that SARS has put in place around mm. you have to have been out of the country for three years before you can access right. that money. It causes a bit of a problem because when you're immigrating and you need cash to start up, get a house yep. and a car and you've got a whole bunch of cash locked up and you can't access it, it's tough. Um, and there's a whole lot of reforms going through in the media and the news at the moment about exactly this thing where um, there's a bit of a fight between government trying to say we want to make mm. this money accessible earlier, but it kind of defeats the purpose, purpose. Of, of why you're trying to save this because if you just made it accessible Almost everyone would access it, and then it, it means that the government is going to have to pay more, or, or people are not going to be mm, able to retire. Mm. All right, it's very interesting. I, I'm thinking about that now because I mean, yeah, a lot of people need it, but they don't need it, but they do need it, and yeah. yeah. Okay, so it sounds like there are some major advantages that we can establish now to uh, contributions towards uh, an RA. Is there any other advice you can give? I mean, something we haven't thought about. Yeah. So, so this is slightly technical now, but I want to try and explain it in a way that uh, the listener can can make sense and ask the right question. So there are different ways that 
retirement annuities can be set up. And what I've described is when it's set up through an investment company, it could mm. be Alan Gray, it could be 91, um, Coronation, wh- whoever. But you can also set up an RA or your broker could have set this up for you through an insurer, which I is see. like a Liberty or Sunlum or Old Mutual. Now, you would think that they're exactly the same products, but they're governed by different rules. And when it's set up through an insurer, it's often a lot more expensive and a lot more inflexible. And when normally if I see someone who has those type of products, I always try and switch them out of the insurer into the, the an investment company. Yeah. Uh, because you'll you'll have still have the same thing, but it'll be far cheaper and you want that flexibility to yeah. be able to stop if you need to. COVID was a great example where um, if people had these RAs through insurers, they could couldn't stop them. They had to keep on going sure. with the with the contribution when they needed that money elsewhere. And if they wanted to stop, there would have been a big penalty. So the question that I would ask, if you're unsure, do you, is your RA through an insurer or is it through um, an investment company, is ask your broker or ask the company who it's with, if I wanted to stop this, am I able to stop it? If I wanted to change it, am I able to change it? And if that answer is no, that's the flag to go, yeah. okay, I've probably got quite a high cost on this thing um, then go and speak to your broker come and speak to us you can send me an email um, oh, this is the yeah. this is my my bugbear is when I see these things because um, you could have exactly the same thing for uh, literally sometimes it's uh, it's it's more than half the price cheaper exactly and uh, and these are stuff like what you mentioned now is that it's the right questions to ask. People tend to not think about that, and then they need the money, and then it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, well, in in you know the most simplest way. And 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 part of the reason why that happens, and it's not for it's not everyone that this is the case for, but mm. often you. Um, is just a broker that you don't know them at all. Yeah. And they oh, I'll set this product up for you. They're not doing something that's in the best interest for you. Yeah. Often the reason that these things are set up through insurance companies is because the broker gets a whole big chunk of commission up front. And so that's why it, it irks me is because mm. um, it's sometimes to the advantage of the broker and not, not to the, the advantage of the It's still a good thing. It's still a saving yeah. for the client, but it's not the best. It's and not the best. It's not, you know, it's not a, a truthful, yeah. what, do you, what do you call it? There was a better option that could yes. have been offered and it, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. Okay. And December normally bonus month. So if, if people are wanting to know some options around what to do with extra money, that's the other thing. If you have, I mean, any extra money, we want to do something good with it. So the RAs sound like they, they could be a good option. So if anyone wants to get hold of you, Wes, uh, for some tax advice or helping them set up an RA, they can email you on. Uh, Wes at gda.co.za All right, that's Wes, W-E-S at gda.co.za And if you miss that, please WhatsApp me in studio and I'll give it to you. Thank you, Wes. Great, great, great conversation. I love it. Cheers, Cheers, Wes.